Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Welcome to the Friend Zone. Ah, with Tim and Guy. Yes. I'm Guy. Yes. You're Tim. Yep. And you, the listener, is Are our friend. wickedly talented. Oh, Adele my God. Dizim. Adele Dazim listens to this podcast? Yes. Fuck. Our sole libertarian listener. It was Adele Dazim all along. Yeah. Hey, Not Adele. our sole libertarian listener, our sole listener who is also libertarian. I'd like to say that I thought We you... have been getting messages, emails, and Facebooks from a series of hundreds of fake accounts from one very determined person who is steadfast, just set, completely set on convincing us we have an audience. They've been spoofing IP addresses, boosting our numbers. They've been contributing to us getting ad revenue. They've been creating different Patreon accounts. They are as much of a reason this podcast exists as we are itself. Yeah. So to Maybe you, more. Adele Dazim, star of Wicked the Musical and Uncut Gems, we say this. Thank you. <laughs> Uncut Gems? Yeah, Adele Dazim is an Uncut Gems. Is she? Yeah. She plays Adam Sandler's long-suffering wife. Wow, I don't remember that being Adina Menzel. I need to watch that movie again. Who? Uh, Adele Dazim. Thank you. (laughs) Fucking puncturing the world of the joke. Also love that you didn't even mention Frozen. Oh, yeah. Which is probably now her best known role. I've seen Frozen a lot. I've never seen it. Oh wow! I reckon I'd love it though. It's great. I mean, I actually, I'm. Is Frozen Pixar or is it uh, DreamWorks? Hmm. Either way, it's a, it's an outstanding film. Frozen Two, arguably even better. I think it's Disney, but not Pixar. Is that right? Possibly. Yeah. Um, Are you going to look it up? Yeah, I will. And you may. Permission granted. So here's what we do on the friend zone, everybody. We check in with our friends. It is. And our friends are all of the fake accounts that Adele Dazim has created. Guy has lost down a Wikipedia rabbit hole, everybody. What's happening? Why the fuck is it Disney, not Pixar? Because not everything should be slapped with that Pixar brand, you know? You want your wallies in there. You want your... Do you, you think Frozen isn't good enough for Pixar? 
It's not that. It's it's not a level of good. It's just different. Okay. You know? It fucks me off. You need to calm down because Kelsey says, Hi, Tim and Guy. Greetings from Austin, Texas. I'm a huge fan of the podcast and have been listening for many years now. I'm so glad the Emmanuel films have finally evolved past two people gossiping on a plane. This was sent in December. Cool. I'm listening to your episode on Emmanuel in Space now. I'm sure it has an actual title, but yours is obviously better. And was compelled to email you when you mentioned the director, Lev Al Spiro. Randomly, I've met the guy. Oh, shit. I did a work-study program in college where I lived in Los Angeles and, and interned for a bunch of production companies, parentheses. The whole thing was a huge scam in retrospect. My program would regularly bring in speakers to talk to the students in the program, parentheses, perhaps to justify the ridiculous amounts of money they charged us. And one of the speakers was Lev L. Spiro. Spiro? I say Spiro like like the dragon. Yeah, it's more fun. Um, Of Emmanuel in Space. And remember, he talked about how one of his first jobs was working on Roger Corman-produced B-movies and that he directed a couple before... Uh, leaving to work in television. To quote him, you can only do so many Corman softcore flicks before you are that guy forever. Apparently his main point of contention with the company was that he refused to include rape scenes in any movies he directed. This eventually got him fired from one of the last B-movies he directed. The studio told him, add a rape scene here. Wouldn't let him find a way to write around the problem to make it consensual sex and so ended up firing Spyro. Fuck. Where he refused to do the scene. I uh, hope you enjoy that fun fact. It's a fact. Um, here's another. I actually got engaged yesterday. Lots of news here. I hope you guys are staying healthy and sane in NZ. Please feel free to say my name. Hint, the last name sounds like a hawk. Mulling some stuff over, not a hawk who made friends with a mule. It, <laughs> Have fun, Tim. Kelsey Hockmuller. Ah. So, oh, Hawk, Hawk, Hawk Mueller. No, yes. No, no, not Mueller. Muller. No, not a hawk who made friends with a mule. So, yeah, so a hawk that's mulling something Mueller. over. Oh, mulling, mulling. So, Hawk Muller. Okay, so the first yeah. one. Yeah, you got it. I would go with X-Files, maybe, would be an easier touchstone. I don't know X-Files. M- Muller and... Mulder and... Oh, no, that doesn't work. I <laughs> portmanteaued their name. You're a disaster. Hey, I huge, really am. Huge shout-out to... Kelsey. Kelsey, and also to Liv El Spyro. Um, yeah, way to stay stand your ground yeah, the for an undeniably, <laughs> you know, you're on the right side of I know, history. and then, listen, to, I mean, just a refresher on mm. what Liv went on to do after Emmanuel in Space. LL. Modern Family, Weeds, Arrested Development, Gilmore Girls, Ugly Betty, Dawson's Creek, The O.C., My Name is Earl, Everybody Hates Chris. I like how late Dawson's Creek was in that list because we were hearing a lot of modern shows and then we went back in time. I've been thinking a lot about Dawson's Creek recently. and It would be probably a really fun show to watch. Yeah, it's what I'm thinking because I am um, at the moment basically doing two things. I'm editing a podcast for someone else uh, and it is taking far too much of my time. And then when I'm not doing that, I'm watching Breaking Bad for the first time ever. Is it amazing? It's fucking good. It is, it, is. is it as good as people say? Um, yeah, I mean, like, you know, it's so interesting that, isn't it? Because the expectations are insane because everyone calls it the best television show ever made. And like, how the fuck can anything live up to that? But I just flick it on when I'm done working and going to go to sleep and it rules. It's super compelling. 
the characters are so well written and just it's very rare in a show that like every element of it works I see. You know what I mean? Like, but it does. Music, act, consistent acting. Like the ensemble cast is flawless. Everyone is doing a perfect job. The directing is great. The writing is sublime. The music, the cinematography, just everything yeah. is qu- quite like, um, what's the word? Like there's no, it's seamless. Yeah, no seams. Yeah. <laughs> you That's the word. The you, word is no seams. Yeah. If you're a seamstress and you're coming here to inspect the seams, well, you're plumb out of luck because this you're thing fucked. is without seams. Yeah. Have you, you've, you've not watched it either? Not seen any of it. Yeah. I hadn't either. Do you know, I think I watched the last episode once like four years ago, but I've got a, a flash of a memory of how yeah. it all ends, but I don't care. It's great to see the Yeah, movie. yeah. I'll watch it maybe one day. Yep. The that's thing good. I've been thinking lately is I'm going to start watching BoJack Horseman from the start again. Fuck, that's worthwhile. But quite an emotional journey. like Huge emotional journey. It, it but was, also a lot of the best like irreverent sort of throwaway and sight gags. Yes. In television. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, there's a common link there. What? The voice of Todd, I believe, plays... Aaron Paul. That's yeah. right, Jesse Pinkman. Do you, when you first started seeing Jesse Pinkman, did you think of Todd? No. Impressive. And funnily enough, there is a character called Todd in the fourth and fifth season. Um, is Bob Odenkirk in the show yet? Yes. Is that he's, a lot of fun? He, he's there quite... He comes in in the second season. Yeah, he rules. Yeah. And this is the good thing, is that I'm almost done with Breaking Bad, and then I get to watch all of Better Call Saul. And you will do that. You'll go straight on to yeah, it. Yeah, I think so. Good for you, man. Hello, Tim and Guy. Hello, person. I'm a long-time listener. Couldn't tell you how long because I can barely remember last week, let alone when your dulcet tones first entered my ears. Whoa, sassy. That's how um, I talk when people write things in parentheses. Mm-hmm. A hand in front of yeah. the mouth to indicate only certain people should hear this. Long-time listener and first-time messenger, but I wanted to commemorate that I just started paying the boys via Patreon. You two fellas have brought me so much joy. And Thank you for peeking out the microphone. So many giggles over the years, often helping me to distract myself from stressful life situations or just maintain my status as the main character of my neighborhood as I laugh maniacally to myself while walking my dog and listening to your antics. <laughs> It's so good. I am the main character of my neighborhood because I listen to a good podcast that makes me giggle out loud. That fucking owns. I like that perspective. A life goal of mine to someday see the shimmering shores of New Zealand with my own eyes and hopefully catch one or both of your shows. But until then, I'm landlocked in Kansas, USA. And Twiawat will have to suffice. Love to you both. And if you read this on the friend zone, Please say my name. Maggie. Thank you, Maggie. Do you reckon we should change our national anthem? New Zealand's? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. It was won by a guy who, it was like written through a songwriting competition. Was it really? I'm pretty sure via a newspaper and some guy dashed off this drab tune that now we all have to fucking sing. It is on par with Happy Birthday in terms of being a like all-time terrible melody. It is a stinker. And the lyrics, like, like we are one of the, or not most prominent, but like we are a secular nation. Yes. And it's, our, it's kind of part of our national character. Yeah, at this and point. the opening line of our anthem is God of Nations. Isn't it called God Defend New Zealand? Yeah. It's the name of the God. That's, I don't it's even totally know that confidently because I hate it. 
We got a lot of bangers that we could swap out for it. Um, Loyal. Exactly. Loyal by Dave Dobbin. If you haven't or heard bliss. it, pause the podcast, put on Loyal. and Now nah, we're putting it on. Oh, yeah, we can play music. I mean, we yeah. I feel like bliss, bliss is, it would be incredible, but it's possibly too much of a banger for an anthem. What do you mean? You've got to like be a bit demure like with loyal. your national anthems. This is Loyal. I think it's probably, like, I can't play guitar, but I imagine it would be not the most challenging song on a guitar, so someone could just bust it out Yeah, in a London pub, bring many tears to the eye. This probably happens already. It doesn't need to be a national anthem for that to occur. Dave Dobbin is one of the greats. I can't remember last time I thanked you, keeping my distance unintentional and too close for comfort. But staying close enough. Can't remember this bit. Time to flick over to my um, vote for the national anthem. Fuck. I now, the way you spell the band name is T-H apostrophe and then the word dudes. Yeah. It's the dudes, but there's no E. In They're in a word. rush. Yeah. What's They're the band hard. name? The dudes. The dudes. The dudes. But this song fucking rules. They call it bliss because you can't just scream the word piss. In a song when you bring it out in the 80s, I think. It's actually an anti-drinking song, but it's been championed as the greatest beer-drinking song in the history of New Zealand. Is it? How is it anti-drinking? Uh, because the if you listen to like the articulation of the protagonist... Is he having a bad time? It's a bad... Yeah, the person's having a bad time. You know, it's one of those confusing songs where it sounds really happy, but the content's actually a little bit sad. Fight for Your Right is similar to that as well. We're having a lot of fun on the friend zone today. Music, huh? The elixir of life. Who knows what special AI DRM services are going to do with this audio content. Impossible to say. All I can tell you is that it's a great song and my vote for our national anthem. Certainly uh, a welcome replacement for the shit we put up with. If you want to release a song that's going to be adopted by drunkards, you just need something that is um, very basic melodically and also of a, um, a an attainable... Uh, like, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, scale, you know, mm. to sing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want it to be in the mid-range. Exactly. Accessible to the most possible people. And and a lot of the lyrics of that song are... Yeah! Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sure that's loud on mic, but you really got to be in the studio to appreciate just how loud Tim went then. Yeah, which is, like, perfect for pussies. Yeah, yeah. People to like, retain those sorts of lyrics. It's not untrue. Did I read the last one or did you? I think I did. Mate, we're groovy. Do you want me to read again? Yeah. Okay. Let the good times roll. In the words of, um, whose song is that? Let the good times roll. He's searching it up, folks. The cars. Neither of us can remember. The cars. R.I.P. Fuck the cars rule. <laughs> I assume. Yeah, you're right. Loving season thus far. Oh, loving season five thus far. Your episode with Hing revealed a remarkable fact about the magical world of Emmanuel. As I understand, there is a tiara and/or amulet that is powered by sex and can, and can manipulate the stock market. 
Emmanuel uses it for sexual gratification, but it could obviously also make someone fabulously wealthy. Why waste hours poring over financial journals when you can just watch the giant stonks arrow change with your dick? I don't know what the stonks arrow is, but it's in oh, inverted mate, commas. Can you please fucking get on Reddit and stop this nonsense of you not being on Reddit? Get the memes in, yeah. I'm off Reddit, and I'm off. I'm not. I'm not joining Reddit, and I'm not joining um, TikTok. Okay. And but I actually saw you went viral on TikTok the other day. I don't know if it counts as going viral. The numbers are crazy on there. It's all kind of. It's like you know when Facebook started doing videos and everyone was getting like a million views. Yeah, it was yeah. like, um, am I an internet sensation? <laughs> or is this it was algorithm like, broken? No, they've completely broken it to try and coax ad revenue out of yeah. people to a scale which is not commensurate with the exposure they're getting. It worked though. It did for a while, and then there were some lawsuits. Fuck! I saw the funniest tweet the other week. Did you see it? It was someone uh, retweeting or like quote tweeting Mark Zuckerberg. It was a screenshot of a status update Mark Zuckerberg put on Facebook that said, do you ever get so excited about what you're working on that you forget to eat meals? (laughs) And someone had tweeted out with the caption, something incredibly bad is about to happen. (laughs) 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 Fucking A. Anyway. I saw a tweet about Zuckerberg uh, just recently that he was, he saw like a two for one soup sale in the supermarket and was like, my kind of sale. And I didn't, I did a little cursory Google and I couldn't get to the bottom of whether it was Photoshopped or not, but I want to believe it was real. It, it would a, be his attempt at being relatable. It would be real. He's a multi-billion. I know, but multi, but like, there's he's, some not, of the, he's not sitting foot in a supermarket. There's some of the tightest people going though. The ultra wealthy. I feel like part of the, part of how they've become ultra wealthy or protect no ultra wealth. Way Mark Zuckerberg has set foot inside a supermarket in the last ten years. There's no way. <laughs> he's got a guy for that. He doesn't even need to eat food. Nah, he's a soy. What is that shit called? I don't know. Soy lint. Is that what it was called? Oh, that fucking astronaut food. Yeah, 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 exactly. yeah. yeah. Yeah, he, he shits liquid. It's not great. <laughs> a man wouldn't even need to know how to read or distinguish colors to become wealthy. He would just need to have a healthy sex life. I'm sure you see where I'm going with this. Did Mr. Big somehow have access to these artifacts? I just want to point out that um, the device isn't powered by sex. And I am now trying to remember the mechanical relationship between the stock market and sex and the device in that particular episode um genre you're not going to pull it Emmanuel. off so we'll just pretend no, that hold on we can do this no we can't do you remember no do and you not i'm not even going to try it was only about four or five emmanuels ago and the guy was like like a stockbroker and fuck how did it it's work it's not worth it man also, this is a, this will be undermining the premise of the, the okay. Here it is. The, the correspondence. De- the device did influence the rising and falling of the stock market. It did. It did. But it's not powered by sex. Yeah. It just sort of exists on its own thing. So I think yeah, you're dead right. Um. Anyway, it says how much well, is a writer? Yeah. Did Mr. Big somehow have access to these artifacts? How much of the economic activity of the late '90s and early 2000s is attributable to Chris Noth's libido? Could the end of the 90s boom have been caused by the beginning of his rocky relationship with Carrie? Right, right, right. I don't know nearly enough about the franchise to try to map its plot twists onto economic events, but I do have one big data point. Mm -hmm. The Sex and the City movie was released in 2008. Big and Carrie broke up at the altar, and then... 
global financial crisis. The greatest economic catastrophe in 75 years hit. Mm. Pretty damning stuff. Now, Say my name, Rob Jurgen Dukes. All right. Uh, Mr. Jurgen, let's get into it. Burton, I believe. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, Tim, you know I'm a huge advocate for hiring an objective, professional, licensed professional to tell my problems to, so that when they tell me what they think, I know I'm getting it straight. That's where BetterHelp comes in. That's right. BetterHelp have a big pile of professionals to talk to at your convenience online. You've done a bit of therapy, right, Guy? I started doing therapy during uh there was a pandemic i don't know if you remember and the benefits were immediate and long lasting they help give you skills that you can use when you are in stressful or anxious situations honestly it's changed my life for the better i guess that's why they call it better help get it off your chest with better help visit betterhelp.com slash all time today to get 10 percent off your first month that's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash all time. What do you got, Tim? Mr. Big has very thick hair. If you were going to hide a tiara, which is made of plastic and has a flashing heart LED in it, inside someone's hair, I reckon Mr. Big is a prime candidate. It is not only possible, but I posit incredibly likely that the man is wearing both the amulet because we never see him shirtless in the movies and the tiara at all times we have seen a couple of examples of people fucking around with wearing both devices at once and you become incredibly powerful so powerful that the power cannot be contained within emmanuel when she attempts to wield it someone who's experienced it overpowers her Mm. Mr. Big perhaps is a more sturdy vessel for the kind of cosmic energy coursing through those shitty $2 shop pieces of jewellery. And I think Mr. Jurgen, Ms. Jurgen, I don't know who this was. I can't remember. Uh, uh, Rob Jurgen. Rob. Or just has call him stumbled, Has stumbled across something um, truly revelatory and correct. There you go. Congratulations, Rob. Verified by my man, Tim. 
You want another one? Yeah, I'll take another. Forget about hey Tim, I'll say this. Forget about the last one. Get yourself another. Hannah writes, Kyoto, Gim and Tai. I am writing on day ten of my stay in managed isolation in Jet Park, surely New Zealand's finest quarantine facility. Sounds like someone contracted COVID. No, no. Isn't no. that why you go to Jet Park? Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh fuck, okay, sorry. I'm out of the news cycle. I've had two tests back. I almost definitely don't have corona. So I'm just pacing around my room. Oh, it takes me back. We were calling it corona, you know? Yeah. Um, waiting for freedom and thought I would finally email my friends, Tim and Guy. I'm glad you did, Hannah. I've been listening for a long time. I may be the only listener converted to Twiawat from Nick Sampson and Joseph Moore's pre-Little Empire film podcast, Cheap Tuesday. You guys keep getting better and better, even though the premise gets worse and worse. <laughs> Thank you. I emailed to say hi to my friends. Hi, you pieces of shit. Thank you. And also to hype the Patreon podcast, Killionaire. I'm not a huge improv fan, having completely fried my brain on it in my first couple of years of uni, but I love, love, love the weird dystopian version of Aotearoa you've created and would 100% buy political Oakuni carrot merch or the rush hour official paraphernalia. <laughs> <laughs> there isn't enough NZ-centric speculation fiction out there, and it is so exciting to hear some top-tier stupid shit. Love you, boys. Say my name, Hannah Gabriel. Hannah Gabriel, come on down. Thank you for that message. I assume that by the time we have read it, you are moving free throughout Aotearoa God's own. Yeah, good on you. That's probably a safe assumption, right? I reckon. One hundo. Well, fucking well done. Yeah. Hannah's getting it. And by it, I'm in freedom. Dun, 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 dun. Shall I read one more and then we'll finish? I don't know. I reckon. Yeah. There's people down, down like I can hear people at your house mm. having a beer and having a good time. Yeah. What do you think we're doing? I finished my beer. <laughs> and we're having a good time. But I'm just imagining a world where we step away from the mics for just a minute. Not happening. And we spend quality time as Absol- friends. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Outlawed. Overridden. On what grounds? There's work to be done. The work of pornography <laughs> and supporting pornography-associated products. Oh, man. Sometimes I feel like the rest of the world's going to watch enough porn that we won't have to, but Tim keeps telling me that... That day's porn, not come. Tim keeps telling me that porn viewership across the globe is down and we need to do this to keep the fledgling industry alive. When the day comes that the porn industry becomes uh, gets back on its feet after this little blip we call the internet, which is taking a real bite out of the profits of the operation, then we can relax, kick back, and have a beer with our friends. But not a moment Until before. then, we're just riding side saddle. All right. Hey, boys. Actually, more messaging Tim. This is about the fuck around. Oh, yeah, okay. This is a very specific message. The fuck around is a... Uh, is it, can I ask the first name of who this is from? Mitchell. Okay. We don't necessarily know The fuck around is. is a comedy, a comedy show that Tim that puts ha- on and hosts. It happens in the real world, though, like in the meat space. Yeah. So it's not an internet product. No, that's right. So it feels weird to talk about it on the friend zone. And you have a live drummer on stage who mm-hmm. scores the show. Yes, generally Luke Boys from... Uh, dick move well Mitchell continues he says uh, I realised too late that you had the drummer on stage 
to try to replicate the pianist from the show with the title about mum and kids. What are you talking about? What mum and kids? What the fuck? Around? I realised too late that you had the drummer on stage. So it's like I'm I'm lifting a template from some other show. Try to replicate the pianist from the show with the title about mum and yeah, kids. I'm not quite connecting the dots there, Mitchell. Myself. Just I'm yet. sure Guy can remember the name and explain it. Well, Guy, <laughs> let's hear it. Well, I remember there was a, a uh, it wasn't a movie, it was like a, it was something to do with the ethnicity of um, a certain comedian's family. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, okay. I, I, I see what's happened here. I think it was Rob Schneider. My God. And I'm pretty sure the special was called, I do know. Asian mama, Mexican kids. And my instincts were bang on because his mama is Asian. Mm-hmm. His kids, however, yes, and you're not going to believe this, are Mexican. And so I believe that those two pieces of information are what he drew from to, to name the special. Mm-hmm. So the, the speculative piece of information here from Mitchell is that you were trying to replicate the experience of Rob Schneider pulling a pianist out halfway through his hour-long comedy special on Netflix. Can I say this? Mitchell, with a little bit of an assist from Guy Montgomery, has fucking owned me on my own podcast. (laughs) So good job with trying as it made things interesting, but unfortunately it didn't click until later for me. (laughs) Also, with the whole joke about how he settled down due to grain... This is really specific to you, right? You had a joke about oh, right. You had yeah, a joke yeah, about yeah, 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 yeah. grain. Sure. That's true, but also a large part of it is that humans wanted to make alcohol, and that also helped to make us a settled people, which was funny as you were ranting against settling down yes, yes, after yes. getting thrown a beer on stage. Depends which anthropologist you follow. When beer sure. is to blame for it all. I know I still haven't paid the boys, and I definitely need to get around to that, but in the meantime, I'll go to the gigs that I can Right, go to the gigs that I can make as long as you make a good job in advertising them as I would not have known about the fuck around if not for looking up the best host of all time. Hopefully able to see more gigs in the future. Say my name, Mitchell. P.S. You don't have to read this out if you don't want to. And I'm the same Mitchell as mentioned on Friendzone 90. So Mitchell, he's, he's made a cameo before. and uh, he He's was coming a, to the real show. Yeah, he was a, real, he was a popular side character because he's back, baby. Mitchell, you've actually teed us up for a perfect dismount from this episode of The Friend Zone because the best host of all time is happening very soon as part of the New Zealand International Comedy Festival. But what is it? Well, on Thursday, May 20th at Rangatera in Q Theatre, Auckland, New Zealand, Tim and I will pit our minds, bodies and mental stability against one another as across our illustrious seven to eight years of podcasting together, we finally answer the question, who is the superior host? I'm talking special guests. I'm talking challenges brought by both Tim and myself to surprise one another with on the night of the show. There's going to be a live stream. So if you're not in New Zealand, you will be able to buy tickets to be a part of this experience. They might be on sale now. Check the episode notes. There's a fucking high chance they are. Also, Tim and I are performing our solo shows throughout the New Zealand International Comedy Festival. If you're in New Zealand, specifically Wellington and Auckland, please come out and see us. Say hi afterwards. We'd love to know you're out there. Mm-hmm. Tim's show is called Classy Warfare. Yes, it is. It's happening in Wellington come, yep. very soon. And then Auckland. Up. And then Auckland. I am doing a show called Guy Montgomery by name, Guy Montgomery na- by nature. Also in Wellington and Auckland on different weeks. The information you need is in the show notes. 
we love you, we care about you, and we want you to have a good time. Yeah. Now, I'm going to expressly not have a good time because Tim told me I'm not allowed to. Correct. Because we have to save the porn industry. Yes. Two men with their backs against their wall. Yes. Just doing their best to get hard and get a little industry over the line. Welcome to the friend zone. In the friend zone, you're always home. In the friend zone, you're not alone. Anytime with Tim and Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.